Welcome to Out of the Blank. Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. David, welcome back to the show. Second time recording this because you always say the same thing every time we start the show. We get it. Zoom has to let you know you're recording. Listen, if it makes you feel any better, I do the same thing on my own podcast. And I, for the first time, didn't do it. And they're like, wow, we're impressed. I'm like, listen, we have a guest on. I can't do this. <laughs> do, you, do you do that with your students? Uh, I don't because we're not on Zoom. <laughs> and I don't record the meetings on Zoom. Oh, so it's private. Yeah. So no, the the lessons, if I am teaching on Zoom, which is very rare nowadays, only on distance learning days, um, I don't record it. I just tell them, hey, this is your instruction for the day. Go, please go do it now. Do you ever and feel, that's it? Do you ever feel freer though? Like you can drop an F-bomb or you can drop something and they'll laugh and you know that they'll get it, but they won't tell anybody. Like not maybe you have one person in the class is probably like a teacher's pet that would snitch. Um, I don't swear at all really in front of them. I'll make like snarky jokes about the things we're talking, like the conversations we're talking about. But other than that, I mean, I do have a, I do have a couple of students now who are very anal about their grades and have started questioning me on their stuff. Um, why do you think yeah. that is though? Do you think they actually care about their future? Or do you think they have overbearing parents? I, so in November, I gave them an assignment and most, all my classes did really bad on it. And I kept the grade. Um, I told them it was a learning curve for them, you know, the build up, get better. So yesterday, the quarter closed for all of them. And my grades are due Thursday for all of them. I have about 120 something students. This girl came up to me during period six, who is a junior. And she said, I don't like my grade here. And sorry, tough shit. Is that what you would have said? My teacher would have well, said that to me. She was like, tough shit, Robbie. I, I did. So she came in. She's like, I have a question about the grade. I'm like, okay, what's what's the question? And she's like, this first DBQ, blah, blah, blah. And I rewrite it and I explained the issues to her. She's like, well, I never was taught that way. So, and since everyone else did bad, you should really let me redo it, blah, 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 blah. And I was supposed to go to jury duty on Monday. And I said, when I come back, well, we'll, we'll talk about this. I might let you use a retake policy. I looked at her grade. She has an A. She has a 93 in the class. She has a 93. So, so and. Bump her up. Bump her up. Oh. <laughs> Why? Like, I, I, and, and that's the other thing. I don't want to give these kids false self-confidence in themselves and their abilities if their abilities aren't that great and i did bump up that assignment well i mean looking at me now from all the times we've talked what do you think i was in high school average student no f's all over the board parents need to be called but my parents always yep. change numbers so you can never get a hold of my parents so eventually i just gave them my phone number so they'd call and i wouldn't answer that they send a report card home, but they don't have my mailing address because I've moved so many times. So then it was like, we'll put it in your book bag and give it to your parents. I would forget about it. 
There was no, there was no incentive for a kid with ADHD as bad as I had it to be able to go and want to learn. But the thing also I started learning was that these are just adults with like unlimited power. And they really weren't, at least for my experience, it wasn't about trying to form the student. Like I had very few teachers that actually gave a shit. One was like my third grade teacher I had on my show. Um, my sixth grade teacher, I worked my ass off to get on roll. I slacked off the whole year, but I was like last semester, I was like, you know, my dad was like, Hey, if you get on a roll, I'll get you something. I was like, Oh shit. Like you're in sixth grade Call of Duty world of war just came out. I was fucking hyped. Yep. I was like, this is how I'm going to get it. I tried my ass off in every single class, turning in a lot of assignments that they were accepting late just to bump up my grade a little bit, a little bit. Turns out that last semester I did get on a roll, but they stopped. They don't do stickers for your car on that thing. And I was like, oh, my God, like you can write on the piece of paper on a roll, but I could get some smart person in class to be able to write that well on there. So how is my parents going to know one of that? That teacher went to like the break room or something, found one of the stickers and gave it to me. She was like, there you go. And I was like, OK, then we put that sticker on the car. I got the game the next day. Car got repoed. I never saw the sticker again. So I said, fuck trying. All this is bullshit. The whole system is corrupt. Climate change isn't real. Everyone's a lie. Oh, ouch. Stab me right in the heart. I'm like going to sit there the and say climate change isn't real while we're snowed in right now. And I'm staring off my front porch, looking at basically eight inches of snow, I would say, and sipping my espresso while saying all of it is just propaganda and just bullshit. Now, I believe it's real. Change is the only thing that is real, but. Do I think it's as bad as they're hyping it up on the TV? No. And you know what pisses me off about whenever there's a snowstorm? It's as much. It's the same thing like COVID. Everyone's fear mongering. Like everybody better bunker down the hatches. Everybody better do this. I'm like, shut, shut the fuck up, please. Just, just stop. Just stop. Stop putting up on Facebook that there's snow. We all fucking live here. We know. But at the same time, why are they doing it? Like it's a doom thing. Like, well, it looks like we're going to be snowed in for a couple of days. Oh, they just called for more inches. I'm like, what, what's wrong with you? Like, you understand that, like, you're just making people panic by. And for some reason, society never learns or gets any attention to their, um, I guess, awareness of their surroundings. They always buy red meat. Why would you buy something if you know that there's a possibility the power is going to go out that needs to be cold and it needs electricity, which is run by your or which powers your refrigerator? I don't know. But people are like, I want a nice 42 ounce. When I'm in the middle of a goddamn avalanche and I'm like, I don't give a shit what you want. Get something where, you know, it's going to be smart enough to survive. That means non-perishable items. Get a thing, a cereal like I do. I'll eat that for months, even if it's they don't expire for like five years, Raisin Bran. So it's like, get that. I mean, most people have a tendency to overbuy anyways. It's just part of our consumer culture that we have. And then when you have things happening like snowstorms or pandemics just that astrobates or accelerates the people's want to go buy buy more shit that's not the uh, same thing though this is like buying a diving board when you don't own a fucking pool it doesn't make sense why would you why why why, why would you buy red meat or anything that's going to need electricity to keep it in in a storm it's like an apocalypse scenario like if you knew the world was going to uh, have a giant catastrophe happen tomorrow. Let's say it all turns into Snowpiercer. That's basically the amount of snow that's outside right now. If it turns into Snowpiercer, are you going to go to the store and get as many barbecue steaks as you want, thinking that you're going to invite the friends that you don't have to your fucking barbecue? No, you need to be getting 
toilet paper. You need to be getting a scent. Eventually, just start learning how to like, hopefully the water probably doesn't work anymore. So you'll probably just have to start using socks and shit. Look at a pack of socks. Socks are $5.96. Toilet paper was like 17 bucks during the pandemic. People also think they're going to be the exception to the rule about having their power go out or anything like that. The people again, six probably also have the ones that have that super big generator that they're plugged into, hoping that that will keep everything from hitting the bed. But I don't know, man. I just don't like I I don't like shoveling it. I don't like when it gets everywhere, especially if you can't find the snow and it melts, and then you have like that wet spot somewhere in that random spot. I mean, the only time you ever get to know your neighbors is when everyone experiences a power outage. They go over, did you lose power too? It's like, yeah. It's like, hi, my name is uh, Jim. I've lived next to you for 26 years. I'm finally glad we get to meet face to face. Usually we just, you know, throw each other's newspapers on each other's porch. And sometimes you take my trash cans to the end of the curb, but it's nice to finally be able to talk to you. And then they just over explain, like next thing you know, you find out this person's like wanted for three DUIs. You're like, holy shit, who the fuck am I living next to? Hey, it's nice to meet you. I only curse you whenever you pass by me with your loud music, but hey, how's it going? Oh, that tree is just conveniently cut the power down. Hmm. Hey, did you hear what happened last week down in uh down at the beach? Yeah, it's like, like it's it's the same thing with the weather posting. Like I just start wondering, are people actually like warning other people or are actually really scared of this? Or is it like, are you just like I saw a person comment on a my local news station's thing? And they were like, it's going to stop this morning and then it'll eventually. I mean, it's all powder right now. You can easily shovel. It's not hard. Um, but there was a person who their profile picture was one of those emoji things, the bitmoji things, you know, you get on Snapchat and then they had a mask. Yep. They, the, their profile avatar had a mask on and they were like, I'm glad it snowed. I hope it snows more. I was hoping it was going to continue until the late afternoon so I can just sit inside. It's so comfortable. I'm like, you understand people are losing money because they can't get to their jobs right now. You understand the fact that like people are actually like, you know, Maybe some people can't afford heat, don't want to raise the bill. They're freezing inside of their homes right now. Like, I, I know probably people aren't thinking that. They're more thinking selfishly. But it's like a lot of people really love, like, just being scared. And I'm like, I as much as you would think that it would be a horrible thing. I mean, it's enticing. Adrenaline junkies, that's why that's a thing. That's like being scared in a sense. But, like, this is like a psychological game you don't really know you're in. People like finding excuses to be hermits. That's That's really all it comes down to. This is an excuse for people to stay inside and not do anything, and they can actually use it to their advantage. That's what they'll do. Um, at least that's the way I, I think it is. But I don't know, man. I know I haven't seen too many. The last thing I saw on Facebook, my town posted the storm and everything. And our mayor just asked, hey, you know, um, our city workers can be working overtime in this. If you can, donate something so that way, you know, as they're working through all hours, you know, blah, blah. And I've seen a lot of positive things about that. So I guess it just depends on how different people react to it. There was there was a couple of negative comments in there, but it is, you know, you always, for the 60 good things, you'll get that one hater out there. Well, have you started to notice that the climate change narrative is being pushed more than ever? Um, it just seems what, like everything. Mainstream like, news? Yeah, because it used to all be about COVID. It all used to be about this. Now it's all about just climate change. Everyone's talking about like the earth is in a global crisis. Not, I mean, more than they were before. Like you, maybe you're not seeing a commercial on the TV for it because you're just seeing products more now. 
Um, I mean, that seems like it's all every commercial is, is an advertisement for something. I guess that's what commercials are. But before it was like, there would be infomercial type style things. There'd be things like warning about like, Hey, there's this and this. Now the whole thing is just like, it seems like it's food products. And then like, there's some like beauty products in there as well too. Like there's no like edu- like SPCA. I haven't seen that shit in a long time. Like I, I, maybe it's me. I haven't just came across that channel or something like that, but I haven't seen good old Sarah McLaughlin making me feel like a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I don't watch TV, so I, so I don't know anything you that's being. Twitter? Uh, occasionally, but I mean. That's the new my, news source, so you should see all the climate stuff on there. My, my Twitter's filled with like other history podcasts primarily, not really. Just check training. Anything else. I don't typically turn on the trending. I just kind of look at, see what's on my my page and that's it i don't check the trending or anything you're a goddamn environmental teacher like you should be a hundred percent into this i so i mean i how do i know more than you about about mainstream stuff yeah but i mean i'm not again there there's a certain level that i can not subject myself to but the other thing about 2022 was i didn't want to do all negative things or focus a lot of negative things so i cut out i cut out facebook for the longest time instagram for the longest time one thing i had on there social media wise was twitter because i didn't want to put up with anyone's real stuff and the news is filled with nothing but negative stuff i don't do you follow like epa oh i follow it yeah but i but that gets buried along with some of my other stuff too so i mean again i'm not you know i I do a lot of things that consume a lot of energy. I don't need that stuff weighing in on me too. And I, I am passionate about that stuff. And I like teaching about it, but again, like I'm teach more of the history side of the house most days than anything else. And I incorporate the environment whenever I can, but I don't sit there and lecture about um, environmental science stuff. Whoa. It's I, te- I teach history and I use the environment whenever I can. Let's check the EPA's website. It's a whole, I don't know if they're warning me or they're trying to scare me, but it's like air and under air is like four little brackets. And it says pollution and your impact indoor air issues like asbestos, air quality research and data emissions, greenhouse gases. And you go over to climate change effects of climate change, how you're going to die from climate change, data reports and tools, black mold issues. Wait, <laughs> Is that affected by climate change? Chemical, <laughs> chemicals and toxics. I don't even know the name of that chemical. Form, form, formalide, mercury, and other substances. How EPA handles spills. Oh, please, for the love of God, let me click that. How do you guys handle spills? Because I've been hearing about a lot of spills in the oceans that everyone's just forgetting about. You just put soap on it. It makes the oil go down into the water. That's what we learned in doing jet skis. You spill a little gas in the water. You just put a little soap on top of it, and it drops down. So you don't get fine um yes i i just switched over to the epa page because now i'm curious i mean they have a lot of subsections on stuff they do have the methane gas portion uh emissions rule reduced from oil natural gas sources well i know i ranted and took us off book but if you have any topics that you've been getting interested in feel free to bring them up at any time because i can still rant i got a lot in me today Keep going. I'll, I'll I'll think of something eventually. I I don't. Oh, did you hear about what happened in uh, Pittsburgh yesterday? What happened to Pittsburgh? Well, by the time well, this episode bridges... comes out, it's gonna be like two. Oh yeah, the bridge collapsed. 
Yeah, that bridge collapsed. Yeah, they now have 465 bridges, not 400. No, 467 bridges, not 468. Just. What do you expect? Like, I'm starting to notice more now that I guess I've been talking to a lot more people and just realizing a bunch of different sides of stuff. There's just a lot of structural issues that people are like, oh, we can wait on that. Like, I mean, to think that there wouldn't ever be another Chernobyl again. Like, come on. I think that's everybody's fear of nuclear energy, but it actually might be a better, more effective way if we went nuclear, at least from what I've read and from what I've seen. Um, but there's that fear of like, you don't want to get like cancer or you don't want to get a third eye. I'm like, I don't think that's how it works. I think we're polluting a lot more into our atmosphere than we need to be doing by using coal plants just because we have an abundant source of it. That's They always say like, it'll never run out. And then you hear the other side say, we're going to run out soon. I don't think electric's the way to go. I, I, I just think it's too soon. It seems like I understand like technology's really advanced, like it probably yep. farther than we think it is. But I think they haven't been focused in that particular area very long. It's kind of like with like vaccines, for instance, like we didn't like nobody remembers there was a whole year we didn't really have it. We just remember what we have now. But like when you start hearing issues about it, which is known to happen, it's because they rolled it out so quick. Like they didn't they didn't spend years working on this thing. You know what I mean? Like usually you want a long time working on something. It's kind of like um, at, at my work, we got new people. They do an hour of training and then they're opening up by themselves. Like you're thrown right into the fire. Most places, like that's what I had to do. But most places you're supposed to train and train and train and train and train until you actually feel comfortable to do that. With the electric car thing, my only issue is, is there's a lot of problems obviously that are happening with it, but I don't think they're being told. I think it's really weird how Biden didn't invite Elon to the meeting with all like the giant electric car companies or the car companies that are going to start doing electric to be part of this bill and get a bunch of money when he signs this infrastructure bill um, or when he did. And they didn't invite Elon because Elon wouldn't agree to the terms that he was saying. He was like, I'm not going to manipulate and change my company to fit your description of what you want. I'm going to do it the way I've been making money and being successful at it. It's like, that's what I don't like. I think we, you, you need to be friends with your billionaires. You need to be friends with that. But it gets really sketchy when you start wondering what the government has hand-wise in that. And you start getting people like Epstein that are somehow able to make a court case happen without any of the defendants there to be able to know what the hell's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a real issue. That's not just conspiracy. That's a real fucking fear. And I'm not trying to scare people out there, but I'm saying you start understanding that, like, there's a lot of shit that just seems like, oh, you did this because you wanted to sway it to your side. And it's like a court case. Life is like a court case. It's like the best reality television show you will ever see. But it's just like two lawyers attacking and fighting each other. If you're defending a client who's been accused of rape or something, are you going to talk about and want to interview the people that are accusing him? No, you want them off the fucking stand. You want them away from that shit. That's blending the truth. And that's that's not really lying, but it's a legal way of lying, in my opinion. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just fucking over examining it all. But I think you start noticing it's like I start funneling everything I was learned in through school and then funneling everything where I don't know if that's critical thinking um, in a sense or what it's adapted to now. But I just started to notice a little bit more. I'm like, there's always a, a perspective you're not seeing. There's always like a shadow of something there. And I want to know what that is. And I wish they would just be open about it because I think if you come with both hands, one with a pile of shit and one with a pile of a million dollars, people are like, well, I want the million dollars so I can handle the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a good fucking example. Write that shit down. I don't have Noted. a pen or paper. <laughs> I have a pen. Well, I mean, it's, 
you said in this episode, so it's going to live forever anyways. Until the internet's taken down because Google fucking is manipulating everything. Um, That's real too. They shut down the whole inter- internet in fucking 2009 for 45 minutes. That was on a Joe Rogan podcast. The day it happened, I looked it up. Google had it on there. Try looking that shit up now. It doesn't pop up. You have to duck, duck, go it. They took it off because of that podcast. Now you're like, oh, Joe Rogan doesn't have that big of an audience. Look at Twitter. Uh, oh, all, I, I know. I know Joe Rogan has a all, huge audience. But all Twitter has done has taken things out of Joe Rogan's podcast that were said and fucking said fact check. And they go the complete opposite way with it. That's what I'm saying is I think there's more power there where you think. But I think the fact that Google can shut down the whole Internet, say it's a glitch. I'm like, that's they, they own everything. Google owns fucking Microsoft. Google, oh not Google owns Microsoft. Google has partnership with Microsoft. Google has partnership with like every single browser out there. So even if you were like, like um, DuckDuckGo, for instance, even though that's that's a free search engine, it still has a secondary thing with Google. Like that's been exposed as well too. So technically, they still has to run a check through Google servers. It's just what's Google hiding? DuckDuckGo is going to reveal to you. That's the whole thing. Like DuckDuckGo isn't just like its own private database. It's still has to take cookies and all that type of stuff off Google, which is fucking strange, but we don't have to get into that. Um, I came with a lot today. I didn't think I was going to do You You did. I thought it was going to be rant about this damn blizzard, and now you have all this other stuff on me. Um, I was supposed to do cardio this morning, and we got snowed in. I had to ride my cycle. <laughs> it was fucking terrible playing Mortal Kombat and shit. Um, for, so connecting everything together. Yes, that was critical thinking. You taking what you've learned from experience, applying it now and coming up with a different or taking in different viewpoints and come up with your own idea. That is critical thinking. Um, take that all the teachers that said I would never amount to shit. (laughs) Uh, um, so there's that. For the internet stuff, I I know Google, again, Google has a say in a lot of things. I think it's more along the lines of our society is more hooked up to the internet than it was prior. So well, we've sense, let it. We've let it. Right. And that's through our own omission or we want the new trendy thing or whatever the case may be. Um, and so since most of the world is connected to the internet, whoever holds the internet holds really the power over everything. Yeah, I need to make um, sure that whenever Mariah Carey sends out a tweet, I like every single one. Do, do you really do that? I really do. I fucking love Mariah Carey. She just gets better with age. Mariah, if you're no, listening, climate change <laughs> isn't real, and I love you. Just in case. <laughs> You never know. If I was a billionaire, I would be looking through all like the back webs of like all these small town podcasters. Honestly, you could just type in your name and see where you get mentioned because somehow YouTube's able to find like exactly that moment of anybody that gets mentioned, just your name. So I've played around with that a couple of times. And because people keep spelling my name wrong, it, I'll get a bunch of different things or I won't be fully mentioned in it so like have i been spelling it wrong? you spell it t-i-double-b-i-double-t-s correct yes then you're spelling it don't you listen to your episodes 
Uh, sometimes I do. Not just not what? all the time, but sometimes. Huh? What? Uh, your own episodes you don't listen to? No, I think I think I listen to. I think my episodes I'll listen to most of them, but not all the way, just to see one. Did I edit some shit in? No. Um, one like how my mic's doing and how everything else is going, how the room is, all that. So that way I can see if the quality is still up there or if it's starting to turn to shit. So I, I can I've had people adjust. be like, I had to watch the YouTube to see what this guy looked like because his voice sounds like just your voice doesn't match your face. I know it doesn't. I think it's I, I think it's just I don't know what about my voice when I'm talking to people, but it's becoming an issue. I have at work, the zoo, zoo one, um, often I will get calls and then they'll call back and they'll say, well, when I talk to the woman on the phone and it's like, no, you just talk to me and I'm very much not a girl. That's cool. I don't um, like my voice either. So it's all right. Well, but the thing is though, like when I, when someone calls at work, I'll start off by saying, hi, this is David from so-and-so. How can I help you today? And they're like, oh, hey, Dave, um, X, Y, and Z. They'll call back later. And it's like, hey, I talked to a, a girl on the phone earlier today. And my manager's well, like, well, there's no females. I'll ask around. And it's like, that was me. And remind them I'm not a girl, please. I would be like, that was also, me. And that guy's a dick. <laughs> well, I had one person. I went out to go grab Chinese. And um, they had to call me. Whoa. I wanted to go pick it up. Whoa. Oriental Whoa. food, man. <laughs> no, that, that term um, has not changed that's the funny thing is that you think that the woke people will be on top of that no that's not changed yet um but i go there and she's like did your wife order and i was like not jesus married. christ you did the voice too what a piece of shit david come on dude <laughs> i was like i'm not married that was me i ordered the food and i talked to you on the phone actually and she kind of like took my money gave me my stuff and then i left <laughs> just an awkward like, eye look and just be like oh make that awkward yeah. eye contact hand him over the dim sum rolls and then fucking walk out yeah it's like man i think i've, I've said I'm like i'm gonna find someone who does voice surgery and just change my entire vocal system i'm I, done with this i always get a little bit of anxiety when i order food from like a, a chinese restaurant or something because the whole menu, it's like, yeah, let's make all the fucking words things that nobody can understand or be able to say properly. So I'm like, yeah, I ordered some like dim sum noodles. And they're like, do you mean dom sum? I'm like, what? There's not even an O in it. Yes. <laughs> There's not even an O in it. I'm like, you know what? Just I'm going to open up the bag. You toss in whatever you feel is right. And then we're going to pay and we're going to walk out. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> I'll still give you the money for it. Just give me the food. <laughs> That's a life experience I would like to have, like have like eat with the people that work there, like what they eat in the back. Like when they're all done, because I've heard many stories right. like Joe Coy has a famous joke about working at one of these restaurants, whatever. Um, and I'm not going to reiterate his joke, but he said at the ending, he would be so behind on washing pots and pans that they would make him wash pots and pans while they sat there and had this luxurious amount of food that they just made for themselves after the shop closed. And I was like, I would love to be a part of that experience. But I feel like you have to know a second language like that, or they just yeah. be talking shit on you the whole time. Well, it's like a, it's like a barber shop. You know, if you're, if you know the, if you know the group and know everything, then, you know, you're welcome to have that conversation. If you 
don't know everyone in there, you kind of feel like the odd man out. Unless sometimes you want a fucking haircut and you don't feel like hearing a life story about stuff. People over-explain. At my work, my old supervisor went to jail. And he's now gone for five years. And everyone's like, I heard he got five. I was like, what happened? And they're like, five years. And I'm like, what? And you start realizing everyone's become a private detective of everyone's fucking business. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, don't you look up the Maryland case search? And I'm like, no, I no. really, I really <laughs> have. And I haven't actually taken the time to check everybody's shit out. They're like, well, you should. It's a great way to make sure that, you know, the person that you're talking to is actually the person that they are. I'm like, okay, well. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so then like my other boss was trying to show me like this, is how you do it. So you just type in here and you type in this and it'll pop up your name. I'm like, well, fucking type me in. I want to see my fucking track record. And then you look up, there's like four, there's like four people with the same first and last name as me, but no, not the same middle name. And they're all from like 1970 something. And I'm like, where's mine? And they're like, oh, you don't have one. And I was like, damn, I need to like stab somebody and get my rep up or some shit. I need to get my street level up, man. But yeah, everyone's become a private detective. Either that or they're a meteorologist posting on Facebook. I'm going to keep referring back to that throughout this episode. I, I can tell because the snow is on your mind. It's not snow on my mind. It's just people that won't stop fucking letting everybody know it's snowing. Hey, do you know it's snowing outside? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah. Well, like the climate thing, for instance. Let's go, let's go back to that. Do you remember where we were? Yeah, I'm, how you I'm said spaced. it was all bullshit. I spaced. <laughs> I, I know. I spaced. Oh, I'm joking in a sense. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of information that like, I think anything that you, you like anything that's really going the way that it's going, there's a reason why it's going that way. And I think a lot of people want to adjust that thing or eliminate that thing. And then they, so it's like looking at a wall. And this is the example I've used in a prior podcast. It's like looking at a wall and there's a whole f- river of water behind it. And you're like, I'm going to tear down this wall. This is just blocking my view. You don't realize that there's water behind it. So the smart thing to do would be to hit it and get a little hole in there and watch the trickle come in. Instead of busting down the whole thing and taking the whole soaked explosion of it, you just let the water trickle into where it gets down to a low point, and then you break the wall down, and it's easier. That's what I feel like with everything. There's always that fucking wall. And I think with learning a lot more about how like the whole society and everything has been corporatized in such a way that any small producer is not really going to be able to get a name for themselves because the market's just getting worse and worse and worse when it becomes to being oversaturated. Well, I mean, it's like having a group of friends. If you have five groups of friends and some person's trying to join, you don't want that person joining because you want you you know your five friends, you know their birthdays, you know their fucking past, you know their history, and then some new person comes in, it's different. You don't really want that difference. You like the group that you have. That's what this whole thing is. Google, Amazon, all these people that have paid partnerships with each other. There's a reason why they pop up at the top of the search results first. It's not because they're just, oh, something you'd be more interested in. It's because they're shoving it in your face because these are people they work with. And then subliminally, you're like, oh, you know what? I might want to check out Amazon and look at stuff. Like I was at work just like rolling through Twitter, like looking for guest spots and shit, like just not guest spot, like getting guests. And I was rolling through it and I go, huh, Amazon's like in the tab section. Might as well click that. And I click that, it opens up Amazon. I'm scrolling through fucking Amazon. I'm like, why am I on Amazon? I don't have money for this. I spent all my money on gems in Dragon City. So you like Dragon City from what I'm hearing? That's what you got out of that? A little bit. Um, No, but I mean, it's learning... (laughs) 
have a new person in, you know, it's learning, you know, all of their mannerisms and all that again, which does take time, energy, and the brain sprays for, which again, if you have your close friends, you don't want to really expand unless you have to. With major corporations just crowding everyone out, um, makes everything worse for us as consumers and for everyone else, which is not how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to have all that competition, all that. that's supposed to be good things for for us anyways. So is nuclear energy good? Because I'm hearing a lot of talk about that. And I know for a lot of people, like I was saying earlier, it comes off like, oh, I don't think that's true. But there's government websites that are talking about this. And now here's where I talk about the critical thinking aspect. Are these people that are paid by the government a little grease their palms a little bit to be able to say this and write articles about it? Or is it actually true? And we've been doing the wrong thing for a lot of time and now we're making up. I'm going to pull this up to you right now. Um, I pulled this up in the past, um, but you're the perfect person to have on the show about this. Um, this is on energy.gov, government website, advantages and challenges of nuclear energy. But the whole thing, when you type in is energy, nuclear energy good, it says it gives you this article. It's a clean energy source. Nuclear is the largest source of clean power in the United States. It generates nearly 800 billion kilowatts hours of electricity each year and produces more than half of the nation's emissions-free electricity. This avoids more than 470 million metric tons of carbon each year, which is the equivalent of removing 100 million cars off the road. The thermal energy from the nuclear reactors may also use to decarbonize other intensive sectors, energy-intensive sectors, such as transportation, the largest con contributor to carbon pollution well i thought the largest contributor to carbon pollution was fucking cows <sighs> fuck out of here fuck out of here what are we talking about cow farts are more than a diesel truck bullshit a diesel truck just sounds nice a cow is just there for food so i just picture some government employee taking like a, a one of those drains those plugs for a drain and sticking it in a cow's ass like, bend over bessie i gotta fucking save the earth <laughs> captain planet away and just like shoving it um oh so i need that image in my head this morning well i'm hopefully it, you know there's people listening that are probably late afternoon for them maybe they're about to sit down and have lunch now they're fasting because they're not hungry anymore i don't know um but <laughs> is it i mean is it is, am I a conspiracy person to think like I think conspiracy people are important. I really do. I fucking think that they're a treasure to this world. And I know a lot of people are like what? No, think about it. Do you not want someone being the skeptical mind that brings in a perspective you couldn't even fucking fathom? That's yeah, what I want. It's needed. I want someone to say that. I mean, maybe not as far as the earth is flat, because um, in my opinion, that just seems like it's degrading more of societal's intelligence but a person that goes the inner workings of the government they're slowly manipulating you and brain controlling you or mind controlling you 10 years ago was crazy but right now it kind of seems about right don't it yeah it does okay so i'm just saying that that outside perspective that person with the tinfoil hat man maybe they dress a little funky maybe they're a little weird maybe they pick their nose and wipe it on furniture or flick it at someone i don't know but guess what that person's thinking about some shit that I'm like, hey, I, you might want that person in the group. As long as they're not starting fires and shit, I don't mind. Um, my thing with nuclear power is that while it is clean, my thing is, where is it ethnic, ethically going to be mined from? There have been issues in the past with violating indigenous people's rights in the mining of it, how indigenous people had severe 
radiation after effects from the mining that they were not aware of. Um, and also where to put them. They're big. Um, you, we would have to heavily invest in communities in order to one, find people housing, compensate people who would either, who would lose property value or gain property value based off it and where to relocate people. So I don't even think the infrastructure is there to really house them. And we have to pick and choose what places we demo and those have other ethical questions as well. What's, um, what do you mean? Um, isn't it just, can't you build a nuclear reactor anywhere? If they're big, if they're a decent sized one, you just then can't you have, have near to... people. Well, people near don't people... Need, well, people don't even like wind turbines. Nobody's going to want to buy your property value is going to go to shit if you live near a fucking, um, a nuclear reactor, but it says about 55 power reactors are currently being constructed in 19 countries, notably China, India, Russia, and the United Arab Emirates. Um, you, units where construction is currently suspended. I'm, it says nuclear power plants can be built essentially anywhere they can access the large amounts of water needed for cooling. So you'd have to probably build it next to a river or a lake, and that's pollution to water. You're going to have, I mean, EPA doesn't even do, not even EPA, fucking. I guess that doesn't involve PETA, but I mean, they're all linked the same in, a, in such a sense. They're kind of fighting for a good cause, but they don't seem like they do anything properly. Um, that's not talking shit, but I'm just saying that is in a sense. Um, what about, I just was looking at this article. I might share screen it. it says, let's see if I can pull it up. Same um, .gov, energy.gov site. So still a government website. Says high operating costs. Challenging market conditions have left nuclear industry struggling to compete. Strict regulations on maintenance, staffing levels, operator training, and plant inspections have become a financial burden for the industry. DOE's light water reactor sustainability program is working to overcome these economic changes by modernizing plant systems to reduce operation and maintenance costs while improving performance in addition to its materials research that supports the long-term operation of the nation's fleet of reactors the program is also looking to diversify plant products through non-electric applications such as water desalization and energy production see with anything or hydrogen production with anything that you do there's going to be a negative to it but what right. are we willing to gamble to get and also risk at the same time. Now I'm not pro nuclear energy. I'm not like, Oh, this is like, Oh, we got to do this everywhere. Why aren't we doing this? Let's do a movement about it. I think right. it might be a good thing like to look into, but I also expect people and corporations to get their dirty fingers. So corrupt where the money starts, you know, money trades hands so many times you're more watching the money rather than the person who's holding your fucking money half the time. Um, hence Bernie Madoff. But I'm just saying, I think it's going to end up leading into, I mean, if you look at any nuclear reactors that we have or any other country has, check when they were last maintenanced. When was this last maintenance? Oh, around 1973, when it was fucking built. You haven't like <laughs> maybe since then? stuck yeah. a piece of gum in a crack. No, maybe like get some caulk and start firing some caulk in there. Yeah. You think that would, you know, put a bandaid over it or something, anything. Just to see like, hey, well, you know, we're worried about trying to make sure that this is going to this and we're producing this amount of energy. That's the thing. People feel like they're on a time crunch 24-7. A lot of people feel like they don't have enough time in the life that they have it because it can be gone literally in an instant. Um, right. But when it comes to energy production, you got 
costs and you have a certain requirement of energy you need to be producing. It's like all these kids and fucking, we all know where our cell phones come from. We all know that there's that mineral in our fucking cell phones. They have to mine in a third world country. You think they're getting paid properly for the amount of work that they're fucking doing? You think that person cares that that person just dies and fucking they shovel them off into something? No. No. That's the thing is like, are you willing to make sure that it's thoroughly thought all the way through or eventually the production value stuff? You have people cutting corners. We all know the person that closes one night and you have to open in the morning and they just like, fuck it. The opening person will get it. A lot of times they push it on to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. Then eventually you get a Chernobyl thing that happens, which I think is a lot of people's fear. But I think with the amount of like reaction you're seeing to it kind of starting to come back a little bit now, like Chernobyl is getting better. It's getting a little bit better. Hey, apparently you can go visit more now. Hey, you might be able to spend the night there. It's like once you see Disney build a fucking park on it, people will change their fucking tune. Yeah, man, it's all good. Disney, bro. Disney bro, the mouse fixed everything. That Disney money going or going over there. Um, but no, I mean th- those are my concerns with it. Again, if it's done properly and there's an infrastructure piece for it, then you know maybe we try it and you know maybe keep stricter codes on them. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. I mean, and if they can find a good way of maintaining things that's the other part too because we've had almost close to nuclear um shutdowns here in the u.s as well we've had things happen in the 60s and all that as well so i think it's not just for chernobyl i think there's other domestic issues that have happened as well that's led to sort of that push against it I think it's just been every single horror movie. It's much like why everyone's a fucking true crime person when they start looking up someone's background history or something. It's good <laughs> when you're in like a job that's required. You have the licensing to do that. But I don't think everyone should be like toilet Googling, you know, they're fucking. I mean, I guess it's a good warning if you want to know if the person you're in love with happens to be like a psychopathic killer. Like right. if four of her exes have all fallen down flights of stairs, either say no to her or maybe get a first story house. I have no clue. Get her first story out. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I just that's think there's an easy way to check a lot of this stuff, but I don't know if how much of it is fake and how much of it is true. I mean, that's the whole misinformation right. thing. It seems like misinformation has just really encapsulated people tweeting at each other. Um, but that you still see bot accounts all the time that don't get handled every day. I check my Instagram story or something in the morning when I post something and I have like 15 people that are checking it, but they all say sex, my video as their title or like 18 sex now. And I'm like, obviously this isn't a real person. And if it is, thanks for listening and watching my content. Um, (laughs) but I'm just saying there's a, there's a giant kind of like money, like issue not only that we're in debt, but I mean, a concept of like, I feel like it's so easy to grease people's wheels. And I don't right. think a lot of people understand. They just see that because so if I dropped a million dollars in front of you, you would be like, yes. And I'm like, well, OK, take it and you spend it. And then next thing you know, you spend most of the million dollars. And I go, oh, yeah, by the way, that was for your firstborn son. And you're like, what? And you're like, you didn't read the the the. The agreement. Yeah. And that's the thing that we start seeing with these companies. I mean, that's the biggest thing that happens in China right now is that these 
people from the States think they can, since they speak really good English and people in China don't really speak that good English, they think they can manipulate the game. So what they do is they play dumb. They go, oh, yeah. So they sign on a bunch of these tech company people. I have to look it up. I think The Hill put an article up about it. This is where you talk. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, agreements, I think we've talked on agreements before, how agreements, when they're written, people just kind of rush through them or they feel like they're too long and the language is too dense that they just ignore it all the way. So I, you know, it's, I can only imagine trying to sign an agreement in a foreign language or with foreign concepts. Well, this is like they want to do a deal with you and they pick your, let's say if you're Amazon first starting out, they pick your company out of security, they see potential in it, but they act like you're going to own most of it. The next thing you know, by the end of the deal, you don't own any more of your own company and now they own it and now it's 100% theirs and you have no rights to it. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Like right. I thought I was going to come in and get a bunch of money and act like I was the big dog and now I'm not. Is someone trying to buy out of the blank? Is that what you're trying to get at? I mean, if someone okay. tossed out an offer, it'd have to be enough to pay like a month's salary. <laughs> nah, I would never sell this show. Just it's got sentimental value. I mean, you're on season two. Of course, it's got sentimental value. Season two. We're on season eleven. Season eleven? I mean, I know you're over a thousand. I just didn't know if it was each a hundred was thousand. a season. That's how I started it. But at this point, I'm not even counting seasons anymore. I just fucking keep on going. Gotcha business i'm trying to look at the hills website and see if they have anything all eyes on the federal reserve why is it like fort knox do they have a bunch of gold i wish they did hmm. what the fuck are they doing upstairs well it's kind of like um who is it uh I'm trying to remember oh yeah like with the um the issue with the CCP and the Uyghur Muslims that are in those camps. Yep. They um they had Nike dealing with China over issues of this sort because what happened was is that uh, China banned the MB or no China banned Nike because Nike asked. I, we talked about this before. Yeah. Um, but the issue was you had you should have had the government helping you in that situation. The FBI knows their tactics, knows their strategies. But no, Nike had to learn really fucking fast how to deal with fucking China. And it's like we that's the thing is like instead of like, oh, the government's corrupt, I'm not going to deal with them. In some cases, you got to realize why they're the way that they are. And a lot of that comes from something like that. Like I tell people all the time, the reason I am the way I am is because of experiences in life, but also the fact I'm a reactionary person. The only time I'm ever aggressive is if someone's attacking me. You know, I'm not I'm not ever a, a, an angry person, but I think that's what a lot of people feel like. Maybe a lot of people just black out the fact that they started the war and it's not they're reacting or they're attacking instead of reacting. Because most people they don't really play to get even. They play to win. Are you saying they didn't start the fire? Da, da, da. That's going to get us cut. Thanks. <laughs> um. No, I mean, start it, you know. Am I on the right website? I typed in the hill. There has to only be one of these, right? Um, I saw an article from the 22nd. Um, what yeah, is it? It was probably a while ago when I read it. That's Sorry, how... the, 13, uh, the 13th bipartisan law uh, proposed TLD act simplifi simplification. 
that one just something about china buying up businesses from people and cutting them out uh no that's i just found the um terms and conditions one. Oh, but i'm saying is is like that's i mean you shouldn't have a person who's fresh out of college who starts a million dollar business try and be doing trade deals and all this type of stuff the issue is is that you don't want the government helping you because then they start to have a say it's like I, you just got to watch where the money goes. And I feel like maybe that's a large portion of the fact that we're not we're kind of halted in growth, I would say. I mean, yeah, people go, well, we're the top and this this. Yeah, in a sense. But I mean, are we really expanding in the way we should be expanding like our minds, for instance? Like we're all hopping into the metaverse to let technology evolve us, evolve us for us. What about like just like being able to kind of like not fight over the simplest shit, like whose hot dog is better? Like what like you see wendy's and arby's tweet at each other that i'm happy about that and i'm scared i think it's funny to look at but i also don't think these corporations are setting a really good example no and that's the other thing people's behaviors are based off what they see and oh it's okay for these guys to do it and it's okay for me to do it when it's it's not cool that they're even doing it it's just the growth of technology has led to further conflict than than ending it because i can now argue with someone from china or india or whatever and i don't have to see them so it only makes conflict even more intense or broader out there instead of fixing it which i feel like we need to fix our own shit first before we expand more into the into the technology world so would Bill Gates' idea of launching a missile at the atmosphere to dissipate particles of dust, would that be so far off as being acceptable today? I mean, it seems like a lot of people would be pro for it. Maybe his idea just came out a little bit too soon. Uh, no one should be, no private. Look it up. Bill Gates did it. He tried to. People are like, what, what do you want to do? Don't you fucking make Xboxes? And he's like, yes. And I also wear amazing sweaters. Um, I like Bill Gates. I don't I think, think anyone should be. Sh- I don't think any private citizen should be shooting any missile into the atmosphere for any reason. Now, he's, oh, he's not a private citizen. He's Bill Gates. He's a private citizen. There's people that have so much fame and so much to them where you literally will know them just by one name. You don't even say they're full and last, and everyone knows who you're talking about. Do you want me to give you some examples? If you want to, that's totally on you. Adele. <laughs> You mean is, like the computer? Uh, no, uh, no, no, that's funny. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. That's really good. It took me a second. I was like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, that, that fucking thing. <laughs> um, no, Adele. I mean, they make the same noises, I guess. Uh, you know her. Everyone does because of her name. Then if I said someone like, I don't know, think of another person with a first. You only know him by his first name. I'm sure you can think of one. I was going to say meatloaf, but we doesn't matter. That's still a good example. Meatloaf. He, he died. He didn't just like disappear off the face of the earth. He's right. But it's not a... like Neil Young. <laughs> oh, Neil Young. Did you hear he he's going through the whole Spotify thing? Yeah. I mean, at that point, it's like you start thinking that you have more power in a company. And they're like, we don't, we don't even care about you. Like what? You get like a thousand listens, maybe a day or maybe a week. We don't care. But not only that, it's just, it's hysterical. It's like, 
yes, you can have your opinion and he can have his and he does not have the right to be censored. Just like you don't have the right to be censored. It's like the small business argument again. It's like, listen, either they have the right to make their own decisions or they don't. You can't, you can't flip and flop. Either they do or they don't. Okay. Including Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has the right to say what he wants on the air. He well, this just shows space. you what society's gotten to. If you're putting faith in like, I want to say this correctly. If you're putting faith in celebrities to make the decisions that are best for the future, you have an issue. I yes. think the door really opened up when Trump became president. He might have been, I think at that point, there are people that just wanted someone who wasn't in the pocket of somebody, but they also like his bombastic personality. For me, I still yes. like the presidential professionalism that comes with the job. That's why I would never be president because I would just be like on TV. Shadow society is all fucking real. Illuminati is real. And then I get shot in the head and then fall off screen. And then people know. But I think there's a lot of core issues that need to be fixed. And I think even if you're president, you're like, I'm going to fix all these. I don't think you have the power. Like when I talk about yeah. Illuminati, I don't look at it like Illuminati is what we've talked about. These giant corporations, that's Illuminati. Illuminati is just people that have found a way to make the system rigged in their favor. Like when Elon Musk tweets and you see Bitcoin drop after he just told everybody to invest in Bitcoin. It was because he could do the insider trading with a couple of his buddies, but nobody hates him because he puts up like meme tweets or gifts. Yeah. Sorry, I have a little bit of indigestion. Conspiracy talk okay. gets the indigestion going. Does it give you? Does it give you heart? Does it uh, burn your insides a little bit? No, I don't experience death like that. <laughs> Just get a little bit of the burps. Um. Not only that, no one can all of. The stuff we were just talking about it's all culture it's all human behavior not one person can change an entire culture of an entire society it's not how yeah any of that works it's built off time so if you want to change people's behaviors it's a long-term process not a i'm going to do this in eight years it's like no you're not what about um ways to fix or find a more sustainable source is there any news on that front like, I know people are probably researching into it, but I mean, they're not getting the attention they probably should deserve. And they're probably not getting the funding that they deserve because missiles are just that cool. Um, but I, th I, I think like there has to be somebody out there trying to find a renewable source. I've been talking to astrophysicists and stuff that talk about trying to renew stars, like harness the energy of a star. Do you think that's out of the realm of the possibility? I mean, they revamped that hydron collider and I was talking to Avi Loeb and he was like, yeah, that's a, you know, that's like a, a couple mile thing that's out there. And you start really diving into it like artificial intelli intelligence recreated right. life that is man-made synthetic i mean that's a real possibility he talks about and i'm like you're a fucking scientist at harvard man like this is stuff people are like new to they don't know that this is going on there's a bunch of stuff happening in the inner workings it's just how far is that progress why don't we see any of that shit maybe there's a channel out there that shows nothing but new science like there's science today magazine but how many people are seeing that in their newsfeed? Not a lot, or at least the general public, I would say, is probably not seeing that. I know like that's a safe one... bet. If I had poker chips, I'd push most of them in. I'd, I'd leave one just in case I was still in the game. Um, there's always stuff being developed. There's a lot of focus on wind and electric for more economically displaced communities. I know there was. I think it's called The Boy Who Harvests the Wind. It's a documentary about a, I think a teenager in Africa who 
is making renewable energy for its local community. So that way they could have electricity and power to, for their community that's kind of off the grid. Um, and there are kids are coming up with some really impressive um, sustainable stuff. So a lot of it, is, there is stuff out there. It's just more community-based than big-based. A lot of the big people are focusing on electric, wind, um, and all of that placement. But some of the stuff is coming more local wise what do you think is going to be the next or what would you choose if you had to choose one to be the most viable option for an energy source i would say water right you should run yeah i would say hydro is more because this with solar power it's all depending on the sun and everything which eventually the sun's going to run out not anytime soon but one day it'll run out well you have 12, waters you have like 12 hours in most places that don't have the fucking sun right. so it's like in alaska if you're there and you're that fucking person fishing in a hole in the ground wearing a fucking parka or whatever the hell they wear what is yep. it is it it's a, it's a some type of it's not a jacket a parka's like no that's like a fucking other thing they, they wear like a snow jacket or something like that, but you're in the freezing cold fishing with a, with like a, a stick and a fucking string attached to it, trying to catch anything to keep you warm food wise while you sit in an igloo. Like, come on, like think about water that's there 24 fucking seven. Or thermal for some, if you create heat, thermal power, just put people hooked them up to wires and have them their body heat. Like we all know there's people that are like heaters that are always like hot all the time. Like I, right. I'm telling you, I have to sleep with the AC on 60 during the winter time. And I have to wear like no clothing. And you're like, what? I'm freezing cold right now. <laughs> freezing my ass off. Can, I, can we do something about this? Your fish um, has been frozen for three days. <laughs> That's just Swimmy. Swimmy likes to stay still. It's like, no, he's probably dead. No, I, where's the stick? Let's poke him. <laughs> Can't even, there's an ice block in there. You're trying to poke. Yeah, you have to cut out an area around them and fucking resuscitate them and shit. Put them by the heater. No, because then you get a fried fish at that point. Anybody smell fish heater. sticks? Anybody smell fish sticks? <laughs> um, but no, so I think hydro and thermal are probably the two I think best because those are always going to be around. Even oh. if water's dirty, it's still there. It can power. So, but that's my thought on that. What are the big, I need to get a, like a laptop that has a, a keyboard that can get um, closer to me. So I don't have to, I I'm wonder, sure you can, um, you can buy external ones when you plug in on the side and then have it in front of you. I'm sure you can buy one of those. Yeah, I know, but I'm cheap, cheap, very cheap um, pros and cons or pros of hydroelectric energy. It's good for the environment. Although hydroelectric energy does have some disadvantages, it's one of the most environmentally friendly forms of energy production available to the U.S. today. It does not use any fossil fuels and does not produce any harmful emissions. Um, this is from Kiwi Energy. Okay. It's a renewable resource. It's reliable and highly efficient. It's flexible. It's safe. It's economical. It's great for recreational use. It's a fundamental vehicle for development. Um, now here are the cons. It has environmental impact. So how's it good for the environment? Perhaps oh, maybe okay. So they're using the pros of probably like the it, develop what probably the development of it is probably what's harmful for the local ecosystem. If I had to guess. 
So it says cons of hydroelectric energy. It has an environmental impact. Perhaps the largest disadvantage of hydroelectric energy is the impact it can have on the environment. Dams can damage or otherwise impact the environment, both upstream and downstream through their construction process during the formation of the dam. To build a dam, new roads and power lines must be installed to disrupt the environment. See, that's why I like, I don't know, what, they wish they taught me this shit in school where I could see the other side of it. Maybe I had to learn it. Maybe if they just recorded me through like 15 years of my schooling and then not counting college, like maybe I would be like more like interested in the things I was learning. Like if it was all a podcast, yep. it displaces people. That's true. If you build a reservoir or something, it can displace people. I mean, we probably have plenty of areas that don't have homes. And at that point, stop building fucking homes. Right. I know in Rhode Island, there's um, a town in water where we have one of our dams. They evacuated the whole area and then dammed it up. I think it happened in Boulder City, too, when they built the, the Hoover Dam. That was another, um, not issue, but that was another thing that they did. But It's expensive. What the fuck are we talking e- about? Expensive? Everything's expensive. <laughs> $18 billion to build. Holy that was a specific dam, though. That's like when you go, how many listeners do you have? You base it off like your max episode rather than like your average. People don't ever want to say their average. You'd be like, my dick is nine inches. You're like all the time or like, well, just when it's hard, you know? Um, right. That was a creepy example, but I used it anyway. That was very, you know what? I expect nothing else. <laughs> there are limited reservoirs and there are droughts. Yeah, rain. But I mean, why don't you just make it so you can collect rainwater? Why is it illegal to do that? Is there an answer to that? I would like to look that up better than this. Well, it's not always safe. Despite a lack of combustible fuel, dams still offer dangers of their own. Construction accidents as well as dam failure can result in an injury or loss of life. The Hoover Dam claimed as many as 112 deaths during its construction. And one of the worst catastrophes occurred when the Banquo Reservoir Dam in China was destroyed by a typhoon in 1975. The whole 112 deaths, I don't think that's accurate. But why are they including China in this? Like if because, you're gonna, if you're going to try and find renewable energy for your country, it's not like we all go, hey, hydro is better. And they're just going to be like, yeah, let's all do hydro that. No, they're going to be like, we're going to do our own shit. You do your own shit. So base your own statistics off of the place you live. Everybody's environment's different, right? right? We talk about if you live in Africa, all they have is diamonds and shit like that over there. So that's tradable for us, but they need food. They can't grow food over there. So there we go. That leads the whole the argument of GMOs. Well, I wouldn't base... Uh, United States decisions and expect Russia to follow. So why are we judging their statistics off an issue that happened over there? Like you got to base it off of where you fucking live. If you live in Maryland and there's snow, you got to learn how to deal with Maryland. You making something happen in Maryland isn't going to make something happen in California where there is no fucking snow. Right. Okay. I, I think they use China as an example because China builds one of the most, I think is the most damned country at this point. Um, so I think that might be why they're using that statistic. But I mean, we have our we've had our own dam since the 19th century, I think, maybe even later than maybe a little bit later than that. So we have our own stuff too. I mean, we have the Hoover Dam from the 30s and all that. Um, but I think it's just more not relatable, but they have a higher population. So if it works for somewhere that has a higher population. People are assuming it would work here as well. But again, it's all about water sources. Like if we don't have a lot of streams or rivers, then obviously damming is not going to be good for that area. 
that point, if there's more sunlight, then solar power might be a better one or thermal if the average temperature is hot. It's like if the world's already hooked on celebrities making announcements and getting behind something, then you got to have someone like Little Dicky who made a song called Earth that was inviting like everybody. He had Snoop Dogg, Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber, Zach Brown. He had a bunch of people involved into the song talking about like we love the Earth. It's our planet. Um, And it was catchy, too. I think that's something that really restores faith like i remember after watching after the first time i was like i want to fucking recycle and then i realized how hard recycling is but it's like it's only hard because they don't require it for every single household some states do some states require that you recycle and have a separate bin and all that as well too i just think if you leave that the only option then people just have to adapt and it's going to suck for a month then eventually you get used to it like we've all kind of gotten used to online learning in a sense and I feel like a lot of people have gotten used to like masks in some places. That's why it's so weird when some places require it and some places don't like in my state, some places do some places. My work doesn't other places don't, they don't care. And then it's like, you walk in, they're like, where's your fault? Fu-? You're like, Oh my God, this is a, I, I, I'm sorry. I went back to real life for a minute. I'm fucking sorry. Let me put my fucking shit back on. Right. Um, we require recycling in my, in my state, we require recycling. So it was, find it adjust to um i for the distance for online learning i've not adjusted to that whatsoever still not and i'm doing it again because my state's seen an uptick in covid cases so the first three weeks of grad school for the semester is online and then they have yet to make a decision if we're going back in person or not which is aggravating because that's not what i pay for well, the reason why oh. people aren't adjusting is because it keeps changing every fucking couple of weeks or something like that. Like when people right. adjust to something, they expect it to be like, this is the new normal. And then it's like, it goes right back to something else. So to make something like get off the COVID topic, but talk about climate change, you got to right. make it the new normal. Eventually electric cars will be the new normal, but is that a more effective way? Is there another way to do it? Like, that's the thing is that like that thing of like rep- referencing statistics in another country when you're making decisions on your own just doesn't make fucking sense to me. It's like looking, it's not the same thing as looking at a model and saying, Oh, well, this one fell this way. So this is probably going to do the same thing. So we'll avoid those mistakes. Like Elvis, for instance, is the best example. Elvis was like the first person to get true fame, like really like blow up. He stepped in every fucking pothole of that, all the issues Then anybody that follows him can just look at the model and be like, I'm not going to do that. And then they make their own fucking path. I guarantee you, if you became famous now, any issues that you're dealing with, someone's already went through it a million times. You see the passes and the fails. You can base your decisions off that and make your own success. The issue is, is that you can't do that when it comes to something like this, because countries and environments are completely different. What runs an ecosystem together is not just one particular thing. It's a multitude of factors that are working together, which in my biggest fear is not even if you want to say climate change is just an ecosystem that's fluctuating. I think it's my fear isn't really the whole idea like, oh, it's going to snow tomorrow, all this stuff. My fear is that an ecosystem is going to get thrown off its balance and you're not going to be able to refix that because what right. does that kill? Mosquitoes have an important part to play as annoying as they are. Everything has an important system that's running the way that you like it and you'll have to adjust to such. But eventually you can't turn it back. You have to understand that this is going to be the future that your kids and your grandkids and future generations are going to live right. No, 100%. That's, you know. Now I seem like a straight I, A student, don't I? <laughs> if, I if I was your student, I came to you with all this information, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, you need to be in an advanced class. Yeah. Or, you know, um, 
it'd be like, all right, you're the person that's going to have the most conversation. I'm going to have the most conversations with because everyone else is quiet. Um, Ooh, seven eco-friendly New Year's resolutions for 2022. Switch to reusable shopping bags. That's a good one. Switch to a ride share service. No, I don't like that. I don't like that. That seems like an Uber type profit thing. Seems like you're someone's greasing. Somebody from Ubers must be advertising this article. It says <laughs> in 2020, Americans used about 337 million gallons of gasoline each day. Factor in. I get it. Maybe even riding a bike, for instance, can reduce your carbon footprint. But also sometimes you get an Uber and the one time you want to talk to someone, they tell you something where I'm like, oh, my God, you've you've did you've raped how many people? I'm next. Like, that's a real fucking fear, man. That's a throwback to the beginning. Um, uh, that <laughs> The throwbacks are good, dude. Whenever we go one way, there's always that right or left turn. And it's, it's sudden. It's like a sudden curve. I love it. Learn to cook. There's a lot of packaging when it comes to fast food and takeout. Now, consider that the average American spends $1,200 a year on fast food. Holy shit. I haven't bought fast food in a long fucking time. Um, Think of all the money you saved. Yeah, it just goes to Dragon City Gems. Um, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, if you really think about it, if you handed someone just a plain cheeseburger, not in a wrapper or anything, more than likely people are going to accept it and not think about it. But there'll be some people that'll be hesitant. You know, that's like the true test of society. You just hand a Popeye's chicken sandwich out the fuck. People were shooting each other over that shit. Yep. You just hand someone a chicken sandwich like on your bare hand. They're like, thank you. And they grab it and they go, this is awesome. And they start eating and they go, wait a minute. That person didn't give me a, a bag or anything. Huh? Why did I accept it? Society's gone to shit. Trying to make sure my mic's picking up what I'm saying. You're just looking at me and fucking astonished. Is it cutting no, off the just, words that I'm saying? Um, It's freezing a little bit here and there. I don't know if it's my yeah. connection or yours. It might just be your connection. It could be. We're in a snowstorm Damn. too. Damn blizzard. Damn you, oh. Jack Frost, you weather fluctuating piece of shit. Um, but no, I mean it's it's thinking I not deeper. It's thinking more critically, I guess. And again, it's the I don't see it, I I can't believe it sort of thing. People have to see the process in order to one understand it or to fully appreciate it which fast food you don't get. It's just grab and go, grab and go. Okay. I, 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 it leads okay. into a bigger topic of climate change is what I'm saying. Yes. So I mean, no, I, I, people saving money on fast food, learn to cook is you think that's a reasonable thing to help reduce emissions, wash your clothes in cold water. I mean, don't people do that anyway? I think most people do that anyways. Yeah. Recycle your things properly. That's an important one. Bring your own water bottle. That's a tough one. Because sometimes you forget it in your car, then people got to buy another one. Like I watched Shark Tank. They had this bottle of water that they were like, if throughout your lifetime, you only got five of these, you could use this and it makes your hot drinks, cold drinks. It's like a Yeti thing. It also stirs up your drinks and does all this stuff. You would sit, cut down carbon emissions. I was like, yeah, but it's so hard to just limit people to something. Once you put a limit on anything, even if a person uses one thing a year, if you tell them they only get one per year, they fucking lose their mind. But not only that, I think also there are certain businesses that don't allow you to bring outside stuff in. So that's the other part too, to make you buy their own stuff at this point. I know there are some places that do that. Um, I always, I have 
at school, I have my bringing water bottle and everything. But yeah, I mean, simple thing. It's simple things that people think are over extreme or they think they have to do extreme things in order to have a positive impact on their local environment. Yeah, there's a don't. there's a healthy balance. Like wear one of those yeah. wristbands that apparently are made of like a teardrop or something of an ocean's whale. And then you wear it around your wrist and it shows everyone that you're environmentally friendly somehow. And then if you dispose of it, you don't have to worry about a squirrel eating it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's what people were wearing for a while. They were wearing those little like circular, like they look like pearls around your wrist. And they're like, it's made of water or something like that from the ocean's glacier. And you're like, what the fuck does that even mean? Do you know what that means? Were you there when they bottled up that iceberg that sunk the Titanic? You telling me you got fucking Leo's tear in a fucking wristband? Like, that's how people protect the environment. It's like PETA. PETA just fucking throws paint on people. Like, what the fuck are you really doing? Right. Like, let me be in charge. I think I've told this to you before. Let me just be in charge of that fucking business or that corporation. We'll see some shit get done. I'll be like, okay, where's yeah. where's the pile of paperwork you obviously have been using as a fucking paperweight for something? Right. Or it's like, all right, let's move from animal crackers to something else that's actually worth our time and energy. There's 8,000 documents on this printer that is pending. Where's your printer ink? Put it in the printer and let's see what the fuck we're supposed to be reading this whole entire time. <laughs> Make sure it's double-sided. Um, Black and white. So you save ink. Yes. But not only that, I mean, even if you're cooking, though, the... Tr- the truck transporting the food takes a massive amount of energy too. Yeah, it takes but a lot of if it's minimal compared to buying fast food. I mean, fast food. Right. Well, how many like a snowstorm? Who the fuck's getting fast food right now? Probably one person, maybe two, couple of people. I would say, hopefully, not more than that, because I would lose my faith in society more than it already is. Um, but there are a lot of people have to cook from home and stuff. But that also comes with panic buying and then things going bad. I just think there's right. there's a lot of like double double prep. Because a lot of the fear mongering, like we see on media back to the beginning, it's a lot of that type of thing where I'm like, you just need to be honest with it. You can't just do it because it's going to jack up your ratings and you want people to watch it 24-7 because there's a causation that comes with it. That is prices going up. That is a bunch of stuff that happens. And I think the way to fix it is just start talking to people like they were your kids. Like not like you need to wear like 20 jackets. Don't go outside. You're going to die. But talk to them like, hey, this is how life is. It's fucking real. And this is what's going right. on, but I'm not going to bullshit you. Talk to people like people and like adults, not like children. Well, you have the other, you have the other thing where, oh, I'm an expert and you should listen to me sort of mindset, which is also not beneficial to anyone whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know. Just treat people like people. Treat people how you'd like to be treated. But at the same time, stop fucking us in the ass corporations of media that feel like they can get a profit off of our pain and fear. And our money. Yeah. And our heartaches. We're going to have to wrap it up here in a second. Okay. You, you're the driver. I just follow along. Well, we're both driving the vehicle. At any time, right. you can jerk the wheel whenever you feel the urge to jerk the wheel. And we can go right into a tree whenever you feel. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to kill. I don't want to. I don't want to kill the car. You wouldn't. I'll <laughs> say, yeah, you wouldn't have to worry about the tree dying because the fucking cars now are made of shit. Trees are made of shit now. Back in the day, a nice sturdy oak would stop a semi. <laughs> it's true. 
changes in the environment. Lord Tibbs history podcast. What's going on? Lord. Well, Hey, you're throwing out my email out there now. <laughs> like people um, are going to message you. Never know. Um, I'm waiting for the one day someone sends a weird, weird one to us. Um, nothing new. We just recorded our first episode of the new year. We had, um, Alicia from Civics and Coffee on. We talked about Brown v. Board. It was a good conversation. It's, that's really it. Well, I'll link it in the description. Um, uh, yeah, if you if you want to link it, I have no problem. I'm going to, but usually people just say their link, yeah. not a specific episode. Um, yeah, just Operation History. We're at Spotify. We're everywhere. Um, I'll send you. I can send you the link to the. Okay, I'm going to link it the in the description. Show. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode of Out of the Blank. Stay tuned for next episode.